أشهد أن لا إله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي صلى حي على صلى حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح انت اكبر الله لا الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذا سألك عبادي عني فإني قريب أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان فليستجيبوا لي وليؤمنوا بي لعلهم يرشدون صدق الله العظيم Respected elders and beloved brother Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives insan opportunities in his life to return and to come back to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Rabbul Izzat loves it when a banda, a slave who is lost, comes to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala dislikes it when his beloved slave, when his beloved banda, when his beloved creation is gone far away from deen and far away from his purpose that he was created for. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has created each and every one of us for a purpose. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an al-Majid, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ that we have not created insan and we have not created jinnat except for one purpose and that purpose is to make the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created insan for a purpose and when, when insan is lost and when insan is gone away and he's forgotten what his purpose of creation is, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives insan opportunities to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
These opportunities come in different ways. And sometimes insan is faced with certain opportunities in his life or certain occurrences in his life that prompt insan now to make tawbah and istighfar and turn back to Allah Ta'ala. Sometimes Allah Ta'ala accepts a person to go for hajj and he brings about a complete change in his life. Sometimes Allah Ta'ala accepts a person for umrah. Sometimes a person suffers some calamity in his life. He goes through some loss of a near and dear one and it now becomes a wake-up call for him. Sometimes a person suffers some loss in his wealth and it serves as a wake-up call for him. And sometimes there's some natural disaster that takes place and now insan it serves as a wake-up call for him. Allah Rabbul Izzat also gives insan moments in the year to make tawbah and istighfar. And one such occasion is this Mubarak month of Ramadan. Allah SWT has given us Mubarak month of Ramadan as a moment for us to reflect and ponder and for us to gain maximum benefit and to make tawbah and istighfar and turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes more pleased, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes more happy when a banda, when a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes tawbah. And then after Nabi Kareem gives an example of how Allah ta'ala becomes pleased. Nabi Kareem mentions that if one of you were lost in a jungle, or in a desert, and he is separated from his animal. And upon his animal is all his provisions, whatever he requires for the journey. Perhaps it was his food, and his sleeping arrangements, and his arrangements for navigating his way out of the jungle or the desert. Everything is now upon that animal. And now this banda of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is lost, and he searches frantically for his conveyance. And eventually after searching and searching, he becomes completely despondent and he rests against a tree and he falls asleep in that condition. And after a long while, when he wakes up, he suddenly feel, finds his conveyance in front of him. How happy this person will become. Before that he felt that this is my end, I'm going to now die. I'm not going to find out any way from here. And this is my end. And now he sees his animal in front of him. And this is now his hope of getting out of that place. So, so pleased and so happy he becomes. He goes and hugs that animal. And Nabi Karim also mentions that he even errs when he is hugging that animal. He errs by saying, Billah, He says, that, Oh Allah, you are my slave and I am your master. By mistake he says this. But he is so happy. Nabi Karim mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more pleased when a servant of Allah is lost. He's gone away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps he does not have salah in his life. He has gunas in his life. He's gone astray from the straight path. And now he makes tawbah and he repents and he turns back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah rubbul izzat even more pleased than when one of you loses his animal in the jungle with all his provisions. <coughs> so so pleased Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. In one hadith Nabi Akrim Sasa mentions that إِذَا تَعَبَ الْعَبْدُ يُعَلَّقُ لَهُ الْقَنَادِينُ فِي Then when a banda makes tawbah and sincere tawbah, when Quran talks about tawbah, tubu إِلَى اللَّهِ تَوْبَةً نَسُوحًا such a tawbah, such a repentance. Many a times a person takes a tasbih and he makes tawbah, astaghfirullah. And he makes tawbah. But in his heart, when he's making the tawbah, he's visualizing that sin. And he's thinking also that when he can commit that guna again. So that is not the proper tawbah. The tawbah is that whatever sin I had in my life, now to bring about a complete change, and not to leave alone, go to it, but even go near it, and not even think about it. That is the tawbah that is required. And when a banda makes sincere tawbah, then lanterns are hung for him in the heavens. And the malaika sing in a chorus that the master, the slave has returned to the master.
The slave has returned to the master. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this month of Ramadan to turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make sincere tawbah and istighfar. These are the days of forgiveness. These are the days when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants a person to bring about a change in his life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for a person. You know the famous hadith wherein Nabi Akram mentions that the shayateen are tied up. So why are they tied up? Insan has these enemies, nafs in shaitan, that deter him and turn him away from the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He turns him away from the straight path. And now he is faced with his obstacles and his hurdles. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants a person to gain maximum benefit from this Mubarak month. So even those obstacles and hurdles that he had, those are also now removed. So that now he gains maximum benefit from the opportunities in this Mubarak month presented to him. And this month is such that the doors of Jahannam are closed, the doors of Jannah are open. So it is for Ibanda now to earn his Jannah this Mubarak month, to gain maximum benefit, to earn his Jannah. And that will be only attained by making Tawbah and Istighfar and making a firm intention for a person to change his ways, to bring about a complete change in his life. Friends and elders, Nabi Akrim one hadith mentions that there are three categories of people whose du'as are not rejected. One is Asayim Hatta Yuftir. The other two is that person, Imam Adil, a leader who is just. That a leader who is just, his dua is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is it? When a person has authority, when a person has some position and a post, and Allah ta'ala has given him control over others, then naturally the tendency creeps into him to abuse that power and that authority that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with. So, when he does not abuse his power, Allah loves it so much that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his du'as. And also friends and elders on this note, we should also understand that one way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes a people is when they have leaders above them, such leaders... They do not see to the well-being of them, but leaders that are oppressive and abusive towards, abusive towards them. And the next category is the dua of an oppressed person. Nabi Kirusha mentions that, That be very careful of the dua of an oppressed person. Why? Because between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no barrier. If he makes dua, his dua goes straight to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no barrier between his dua and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So his dua is really accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as hatta yuftir, the fasting person, till he breaks his fast, his dua is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this key, this tool of gaining from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After mentioning the ayat regarding fasting in the Qur'an al-Majid, kutiba alaykum al-siyam, and talking about Ramadan, shahru Ramadan al-ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an, the next ayat Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Sahaba came to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they inquired, أَرُبُّنَا قَرِيبٌ فَنُنَادِي أَمْ بَعِيدٌ فَنُنَادِي That is our Allah nearby that we may call out softly or is Allah far away that we may calling out to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala we must call out loudly. So Allah Ta'ala sends down this ayat, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That when my banda asks about me, Inform them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that I am very, very near. I am very, very near. Ujibu da'wat al-da'i idha da'an. I will respond, I will accept the dua of the person that he is calling out. فَيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي وَالْيُؤْمِنُ بِلْعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشِدُونَ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us that ask from me and I will respond and I will accept your duas. وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ بُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Allah ta'ala says that ask from me and I will accept, I will respond. And I will accept your du'as. When a person goes to someone in this world and he has some need and he presents his need in front of insan, then perhaps the first time he goes to insan, insan will give him. He goes a second time, insan might give him, but not with the same amount of happiness and pleasure as he gave him the first time. And if he continue going to ask insan, then eventually insan will now 
turn you away, or he'll remind you of your favors, or he'll still give you, but he'll give you with some ulterior motive, he might expect something in return. Allah Ta'ala has created insan, and insan has created weak, and insan, his capabilities are limited. He can only assist you to a certain extent. Allah Ta'ala mentions, رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Ask from me. And the more you ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more happy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to ask from Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes angry. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ إِبَادَتِي سَيْدْخُلُونَ جَهَنَّمَ دَاخِرِينَ Allah becomes angry when a person does not ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he presents his need to others besides Allah. Allah Rabbul Izzat loves it. The more you ask, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give. The more you beg from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give. And if you do not ask, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes angry. There are different ways that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts a person's dua. Sometimes whatever he asks for, Allah ta'ala gives it to him. And sometimes Allah ta'ala does not give him what he had asked for. Perhaps a person is asking for a lot of wealth. And Allah Rabbalizah knows that wealth is not good for this person. It will turn him away from deen and Islam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaces it with what Allah felt was most suitable for him. Perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaces his asking for wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him good health, which is something that no amount of money can buy. Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes a punishment that was supposed to befall him. Or sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not give him in this world, but Allah ta'ala keeps it in store for him in the akhirah. And according to the riwayat as you mentioned, that a person will see the amount of good deeds attained in the hereafter. And he will inquire the way they come from. And it will be said to him that you used to spend your time begging and pleading from Allah Ta'ala in Tawbah, Istighfar, and asking from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And those du'as did not go unanswered. Your call from asking from Allah Ta'ala did not go unanswered. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala heard your call. Allah Rabbul Izzat is well aware of your condition and what you are asking for. And it was accepted by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and kept in store for him as sawab in the akhirah. And when a person will see how much of good deeds he has earned just by making dua and dua not being accepted, he will wish that every dua of his was not accepted. So much of reward in store for him in the akhirah for a dua that was rejected. A dua u mukhul ibadah. Maybe Akhirah mentioned in the hadith that dua is the very essence of ibadah. Every ibadah has to be followed up with dua. Before the ibadah, a person must make dua. And after the ibadah, also a person will make dua. Why? Because he does not know whether his ibadah was accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want hadith of dua huwa ibadah. Dua is an ibadah. It is a very, very great act of ibadah. It is a way of a banda connecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Rabbul Izzat has given us a mubarak month of Ramadan to make tawbah, to make istighfar in abundance. Friends and elders, we find that when this guna is taking place, when the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking place, then this angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it makes the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala become lawful. Luqman the wise advised his son, that let your going towards the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be to that extent, that how much you can tolerate the fire of Jahannam, that is how much of guna you must make. That is how much of sin you must make. Who can tolerate the fire of Jahannam? So he advises his son, that do that amount of sin to that amount that you can tolerate the fire of Jahannam. Be very, very afraid of the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because with the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes lawful. So with this now, with this gunas and sins taking place, it brings about the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us an opportunity to cool the anger. And that is through Toba and Istighfar and a firm intention to bring about changes. So that is why this Mubarak month of Ramadan came also. And that is why Allah gives us opportunities. 
to reflect and ponder that how far have I gone away from Deen? How far have I gone away from my, my, my objective of life? And to turn back towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to reflect and ponder. And this is what cools the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So friends and elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us Mubarak month of Ramadan. The majority portion of it is already passed. These are the last few moments. This is the last week of this Mubarak month. And these are very, very great days and nights that are coming. Wherein the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is even more than in the previous days of this Mubarak month. So it is for us to gain maximum benefit from it. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which we always hear. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam climbs up on the mimbar and he says, Ameen, first step, second step, third step. Jibreel Ameen comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Nabi of Allah. The Sahaba asked, O Nabi of Allah, we heard you doing something that we had not done before. You climbed the first step, the second step, the third step, and you said, Ameen. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that Jibreel Ameen had come to me and when I climbed the first step, he said, that curses be upon that person of my ummah. Um, this Mubarak month of Ramadan comes and he fails to bring about complete change. He fails to gain maghfirat. He lets this month of Ramadan pass by like how any other month passes by. And he lets it, the days of go by like any other day. And perhaps in the month of Ramadan, there were a few changes brought about. But after the month of Ramadan, he continues back to his old ways. Friends and elders, let it not be such. This is the dua of Jibril Amin. And that Nabi who even did not curse enemies. And yeah, he's cursing that person whom this Mubarak month of Ramadan comes and he fails to bring about change in his life. He fails to gain maghfirat and gain maximum benefit from it. Nabi Akram says, Amin to this dua. Friends and elders, let it not be such that Alhamdulillah in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, to some extent, we see the masajid full, we see the tilawat of the Quran taking place, to some extent, we see the gunas kumatas being less. It does not be such that the hilah of Eid is being cited and this is now a get out of jail card for us. And now once again you'll find the masajid empty and a person gone back to his old ways. That is not a sign of accepted Ramadan. A sign of accepted Toba is that a person brings about a complete change and he does not go back to those gunas and sins and his evil ways that were being committed before the Mubarak month of Ramadan. We make dua to Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala makes this Ramadan of ours like no other Ramadan that passes by. And we make dua to Allah Ta'ala that Allah SWT makes it easy for each and every one of us to bring about a complete change in the Mubarak month of Ramadan and to carry those good deeds out throughout the year.